Hi everybody and welcome to another Resources for the Blind episode. For those of you who may be new here, I say welcome. Um, please feel free to follow this podcast and share it with your friends. Um, so I wanted to talk to you guys about this app, um, especially if you're a blind or visually impaired woman who likes to put on your own makeup. Um, I found out about this app that was created through Estee Lauder. And if you don't know what Estee Lauder is, they are a company that creates a lot of like beauty and makeup products. And so they created this app that is specifically geared toward those of us who may be blind or visually impaired, who may want to be able to put on our own makeup at some point. And the app is called Makeup 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 Voice Assistant or something like that. Um, so basically what it does is it use like the, uses like the shape and the geometry of your face to be able to help you apply your makeup. Um, it's free to get and it's, I think from what I heard, um, when it shows up on your screen, it's like E-L-M-A or something like that, um. So don't let it freak you out if you're like, what the heck is Elma? You know, because that's how voiceover may pronounce it. Um, So that's basically what this new app is. It's um, just a way to help those of us who may be blind or visually impaired to be able to apply our own makeup. And I guess it's a fairly new um, app as well. Um, Now here's how I found out about it. So I follow this channel on YouTube called Anita of Sightless Living and it's run by this visually impaired woman by the name of Anita and she um, talks about things that are blindness related. So she provides you with different tips on how to do things if you are someone who is blind. So you know one video that she did was about how to travel And put things like lotions and gels and stuff like that in your suitcase before you go somewhere. um, So that they don't spill in your suitcase and create a huge mess. Um, In this video, she talked about this new app and kind of demonstrated how it works. Um, So if you would like to subscribe to her channel, um, again, it's called Anita of Sightless Living. And... um, So feel free to go check her out because I think that her channel will be very beneficial for those of us who are blind. Now, speaking of YouTube channels, I do have my own channel. Um, I've kind of switched between names for it. For a time, it was, you know, just an extension of this podcast. And I thought, you know what, because I had the podcast, let me do something a little bit different. So then I kind of switched and I did this channel where I talked about different things that happened to kids. Um, as far as like them being murdered or maybe even kidnapped or neglected. But then I was like, okay, I don't want to scare anybody away from having kids or make them make them think that I'm like telling them we don't have kids because, you know, so I was like, okay, let me do something different from that. So now my channel um, is where I basically read aloud from a collection of books um, that I have. Um, that I have ordered through the National Library Service Braille on Demand program. You've probably heard me mention that um, a few times. But basically, if you are a patron of the National Library Service, they um, basically what they do is they have this program called Braille on Demand. 
and if there's a braille book that's on bar that you would like to have a copy of like a hard copy um as some of you know bard is the braille and audio reading download app or site so if there's a braille book that's on there that you would like to have a hard copy of you can either go to survey monkey um, and do their braille on-demand request form on there or you can call your state's library and have them help you fill out a request form each month you can request up to five month or five books but for the first time I just requested a couple and one of the ones that I requested was a book called The Match and then the second book that I requested was a book that I read when I was a kid maybe fifth or sixth grade um, and it was a book that I really really liked called The Stranger Next Door um, so to so those are two books that I'm going to start my channel out with now I've already got quite a few videos uploaded of The Match um, it's a book by Sarah Adams and it's basically about this lady named Evelyn Jones, and her family is very, very wealthy. You know, they're very prestigious. They're, you know, the elites of the area where they live. They're socialites, so they throw a ton of cocktail parties and things of that nature. And um, Evie was diagnosed with epilepsy, which, for those who don't know, it's a um, seizure disorder. So she meets a lady by the name of um, Joanna Halstead who owns this company called Su Southern Service Paws or Paws um, Southern Service Paws is the name of the company um, and the reason it's called that is because the book takes place in Charleston, South Carolina and um, so um, Evie or Evelyn gets matched with a seizure assist dog named Charlie and he's very highly trained, very, like, smart, you know, good at what he's supposed to do as far as, like, alerting to seizures and things like that. And um, she gets this email from a potential client one day. And this client says, hey, you know, I have a 10-year-old daughter who has epilepsy. I'm interested in getting a service dog for my daughter who has epilepsy. You know, like, I have a 10 No, it was something like... I mean, I'm just kind of guessing at what, you know, was said, but it, I'm pretty sure it was something to the effect of, you know, hi, my name is Jacob. I have a 10-year-old daughter named Samantha who has epilepsy. I'm interested in getting a service dog, you know, whatever the case was. So she meets up with Jacob and his daughter. And of course, at first he was kind of a um, big jerk. <laughs> like he you know, was like, I don't know who you are, I'm not interested, blah, 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 blah. Well, it turns out what had happened was his daughter had actually been wanting to get a service dog because she knew that she'd feel, you know, more independent and more, you know, like she could, wouldn't have to rely on her dad as much if she were to get a seizure assist dog. And so what had happened was she had somehow managed, and I don't know how she did this, but she had somehow managed to get into her dad dad's email, pose as her dad, and email Evie about this, you know, wanting to get a service dog. Now, you may wonder, okay, why would she be emailing Evie? And it's because after, and Evie's what they call Evelyn for short, but it's because after Evelyn got her dog, Charlie, she was actually um, hired to work at Southern Service Paws. She had actually started out as, out as a volunteer, and then the founder, Joanna, um, quickly was like, all right, you get to be 
an employee. So, um, that's why Evie was the one to get the email. So, like I said at first, the dad, Jacob, was kind of a big jerk. He was like, you know, no way, not interested. Well, then I think he kind of takes a turn for the better because he really starts to think about his actions. So he emails Evie and he says, hey, you know, would you be willing to give me a second chance and meet up with me again? Because I kind of want to be able to hear you out and learn more about your company. And of course she agrees. Um, and he decides to get a dog for his daughter because, you know, they'd been through a lot. Um, his wife left him, divorced him, was not in the, you know, in Samantha's life very much, if at all. And so, you know, because of that, Samantha was very, like, moody, very depressed, you know, was not very excited about life again. And, you know, like, excited, she just was not very excited about life at all. And so he knew that if he got his daughter the service dog, it would make her somewhat happier, you know, and more excited about life. So he agrees. Um, Samantha gets matched with a service dog. Uh, Evie goes to train um, Sam on some of the techniques and how to utilize her dog. And let's just say there is, because this book is supposed to be like a romantic comedy. So, um, so there is a relationship that gets, um, you know, starts to grow between Evie and Jake and let's just say it blossoms from there. So that's that book. And then The Stranger Next Door is about a kid named Alex who moves to a recently developed um, neighborhood called Valley View Estates. And, um, you know, of course, there are these two bullies that live in the same town where he lives. And, or at least around that area. And these bullies are really, really upset because they're like, you know, you moved into an area where our dirt bike trails used to be, and you make us think that you're a spoiled rich kid and we don't like you. So Alex constantly gets bullied, and, you know, of course, he's not liking it because he's like, you know, how dare these kids, you know. And then there's another boy that moves in not long after Alex moves in, and this new boy's name is um, Clifford. Well, Clifford kind of has a deadly past and so his full his whole family meaning him and his parents end up having to move to this Valley View Estates neighborhood and they end up having to change their names because of course they're running from what they have going on in their lives which I don't want to give that away because I want you guys to be able to hear the book if you subscribe to my channel um so basically they move, and of course, Clifford is very upset. He's like, I'll be the bad kid. I'll be the one who gets kicked out of school. You know, I'll graffiti my desk. I'll, you know, write with markers in my library books. I'll do this. I'll do that. And they're just, you know, completely shocked. And it's because he was so upset about 
having to leave his friends behind, you know. Um, and of course, part of it too was because he didn't quite understand that, you know, the reason that they were having to move and having to change their names was because of this danger that they were in. And so Clifford's name ends up getting changed to Gerald and his parents' names got changed from his their his stepdad's name was Tim and then his mom's name was I don't even know what the mom's name was, but their names got the mom or the parents' names got changed to Jenny and Blake and their last name was Morris. And um I think another part that kind of upset Clifford was the fact that he had to leave his dog behind. You know, and so he's like, I don't like this. I don't like having to leave my dog behind. Like, so he chooses to go by Rocky, which is what their dog's name was. And of course his mom protests, but the guy that was in charge of like the witness protection program was like, you know, if that's the name that he wants to go by, then that's fine. Um, so yeah. Um, this book though, The Stranger Next Door, um, that I was just telling you guys about, it's for grades four through seven, I think. So, um, when I do those videos, I'll probably mark them as videos for kids, but they won't be for, like, young kids. They'll be more for, you know, tweens, I guess you'd call. So, anyway, um, the channel, if you want to check it out, is Storytime for Amber, and basically what made me kind of think about doing that was because, you know, for those of us who are blind... You know, obviously we have the Braille and Audio Reading Download app, or BARD, but there really aren't that many. I mean, they have access to a lot of audiobooks, but there are times when we go to the app and we look and we can't find the book that we're looking for. So our next option is to obviously go to Bookshare. Now, the bad thing about that is that the books are audiobooks, but they're not read in a human voice, and I know some of us would prefer to have books read to us by an actual human. I mean, there's all there are all kinds of other things as well, like Audible or um like a lot of libraries across the state are, you know, sponsoring these apps called Libby and Overdrive, but with those you have to have a library card. But there are those of us who can't get transportation to our libraries to get a library card. Um because in order to log in, you have to have, like, the last four numbers of your card number. So, there are a lot of us who may not be able to go to a local library, get a library card, and then get access to, you know, audiobooks or whatever um, these apps have to offer. Because I think they're, they offer things like audiobooks, um, ebooks, music, movies, things of that nature. And so, because we may not be able to afford, to afford, like, Audible or anything like that, and because we may not have access to, like, Libby or Overdrive, or, you know, there may be books that we can't find on Bard or Bookshare, I kind of wanted to be able to create the channel so that I could, you know, read aloud to those that subscribe, or may consider subscribing. So, um, it's, like I said, it's just simply called Storytime with Amber, so if you want to subscribe or subscribe subscribe to it, I'm sorry. If you want to subscribe to the channel or at least check it out, feel free to.
Granted, these books are not professionally narrated, but I at least wanted to provide some semblance of an audiobook um, with some of these. So, um, anyway, that is it for this podcast. Um, I hope that you guys enjoy, and hopefully this episode has helped you to learn something new, and I will see you all in the next episode.